High School Football is on the air. HavenFootball.net is pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's game is between your 3-1 Strathaven Panthers and the 1-3 Pencrest Lions. Barlow cuts back to his right, pushing Powell, still on his feet, dragged down from behind at the 18-yard line. Two hands on the ball, now pulling away. 50, 45, 40. Jarris Adams with one man to beat inside the 10, the 5. He will go the distance. Tonight's game is sponsored by Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore. Your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Berman's Health Shop. For all your vitamins, herbs, and supplements in Brookhaven. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Week five of the regular season here in the Central League. While the rest of the state's considering, well, trying to finish a state playoff bracket as best they can, the Central League has kept it in-house over the last month or so. And here we are, three, actually four games down, one to go tonight, and then one crossover game over Thanksgiving weekend to go for your 2020 Strathaven Panthers. And tonight, a trophy on the line, the Media Bowl trophy, the battle for Route 252 supremacy. It's been in Strathaven's case since 2015. They're hoping to keep it there tonight as they take on the one and three Pencrest Lions here at Lewis Scott Field in Media, Pennsylvania. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play tonight. We will mix in Mike Mayer when we can, but uh, working through a cell phone tonight on havenfootball.net and also being carried tonight by wonnewyork.net. So if you're hearing this in New York or anywhere else on the Internet, welcome. We are looking forward to another great night of football, and we've been blessed with wonderful weather here again for football. A little chilly, but certainly dry. No chance of precipitation. No real wind to speak of. So standing outside tonight uh, on the cell phone, uh, we certainly had worse in the past. So, Strathaven coming off a big win last week over Springfield, 27-7. to Just uh, a terrific all-around effort from the team. They jumped out to a big lead and hoping to do more of the same tonight. Pencrest, on the other hand, it's, uh, was a struggle through three games, but then they made a change at quarterback a week ago. Uh, they're one of their better receivers, and quarterback uh, flip-flopped their positions and worked out pretty well in a 42-8 to drubbing of Harrison a week ago, so the Lions looking to pick up where they left off seven days ago back on their home turf here in media. And uh, I'd like to bring on Mike Mayer for a moment here, if we can, in the pregame. We won't hear much of Mike uh, during the play-by-play tonight as he's engineering from home tonight. But, uh, you know, Mike, Panthers looked awfully good last week uh, and and really building some momentum here uh, leading into certainly tonight. Uh, with with the media bowl, some local bragging rights on the line, and then a week uh, a week from now, a big crossover game with either Haverford or Garnet Valley. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But uh, welcome, Mike. Uh, glad to hear from you. Yeah, it's nice to be on the air and and to uh, be able to 
<laughs> to broadcast this game, even though I'm sitting in my, my sunroom, so to speak, doing the broadcast. You're at the game. That's why Brian sounds a little muffled because of uh, uh, he's on a cell phone. We don't have the clarity of, of, uh, of equipment that we would normally have. But this will work out just fine. I'll be running the commercials, doing all the engineering and the halftime show, which we'll do with Andrew Coffin this week. Uh, yeah, I, I think Haven's going to come into this. They are definitely looking. They're, they're so upset they lost to Marple Newtown in a game that they probably could have had had they played it a little differently. And now they're looking just to run the table, and this is their last attempt to do that, uh, the last game before that crossover game for the quote-unquote either a championship run or, or uh, at least bragging rights somewhere along the line. So we'll have to see what happens. We're expecting this will be a, a bit of a score fest and a very fast-moving game. Brian? Certainly, uh, yeah, I'm back. And, again, just uh, with a, on the field in front of me, the Pencrest Lions have made their way onto the field. You can probably not quite hear the pep band in the background. They're over on the far sideline in the bleachers, socially distanced appropriately, of course. And uh, the new uniforms for the Lions this year, they have gold uh, yellow pants with red jerseys and yellow numerals with uh, bright yellow helmets, uh, a numeral on one side and the word Lions. Uh, printed on the other. Strathaven on the road tonight here, just a couple miles up Route 252. They're in their road white uniforms, silver helmets, and black pants with black numerals, and led by head coach Kevin Clancy. And, you know, with, with all of the hubbub and the excitement of last week's game, we failed to mention at the end of it, Coach Clancy picked up his 250th win at Strathaven uh, just a week ago. So congrats to Coach Clancy. He's up to 317 all-time. If you add in the Archbishop Carroll years from the late 80s, early 90s, and Delaware County's winning as coach is, uh, you know, keeping things busy here and going very well. Hey, Brian. Brian Smith, second, yes. Yeah, just real quick, as long as we're talking numbers, just want to let everybody know that uh, Haven Football, since 2002, just had their two millionth visitor today. Outstanding. All right, we're going to take a short break for the National Anthem. Be back in just a moment. Glad you're listening. Live on the archive on HavenFootball.net. probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. This is Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. When you Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Lewis Scott Field, home of the Pencrest Lions, where 3-1 and Strathaven taking on 1-3 and Pencrest tonight. Glad you're joining us live around the archive. Thanks to all of our friends on Twitter. Andrew Kaufman at home will try to keep us posted uh, with score updates from here through the Twitterverse and maybe get some updates from a few games going on in the Central League tonight. Again, it's pretty much locked in tonight, regardless um, 
of whether Strathaven wins or loses. They will play the loser of Garnet Valley versus Haverford sometime next week. Now, that's still being negotiated time and place. We'll talk more about that later. But in the meantime, we're getting ready for the opening kickoff here. Charlie Shankweiler has a seed at 40-yard line. Strathaven will be kicking it from my left to right. Standing deep to return is number 24, the senior Cam Vaughn. For the Lions, he awaits just outside the 10-yard line, along with the sophomore number 11, a dangerous return man, Devion Fitzgerald. So, Shankweiler coming fresh off the end of the soccer season as the goalie on the soccer team, now ready to go here at 40-yard line. Hand in the air, approaches the ball, and we are underway. Here's an end over and kick angling towards the near side. It'll be Nick Cello, one of the upbacks who steps away and spins away from one man across the 25 out to the 30-yard line, and Pencrest will start right there, moving right to left as we start this first quarter. So Nick Cello will be your quarterback tonight. He uh, has one start under his belt this season as a junior. He started at wide receiver the first three games but took over at quarterback last week. Cam Vaughn and Devion Fitzgerald are your wide receivers. Uh, They are without Jimmy Cage tonight, who started at quarterback the first three weeks and had a couple of touchdowns last week through the air. But uh, he is out of the lineup tonight. Justin Sullivan's your tight end. Dylan McDougal, the H-back. Connor Hilly, Connor McCarney, A.J. Walters, Dom DeLuca, and Jeremy Lehman are your front five. All right, here we go. Three wide receivers to the left. Shotgun look for Cello on first down. Sends a man in motion. This is Vaughn. And they keep Cello keeps it off the left side. And nice work by the Panther defense. Anthony Crawford and Greg Belleville sniff it out. Sorry, Mason Green, rather, in on the tackle. So speaking of Mason Green, he gets the start tonight. Christian Razor out of the lineup for the Panthers. Uh, so, again, missing their star defensive end and fullback, but uh, the Panthers will pick up there with Mason Green, Nate Perlman, Nick Filios, and Aiden Prozniak up front. We will see Jake Millette, who's actually in there at the moment at defensive tackle as well. Inside backers Crawford and Belleville. Ar- Adams uh, is in there at outside backer. I'll get the rest of the lineup in a moment. Here we go. Two receivers to either side on second down. And about 10. Motion man is Vaughn. And now you've got a timeout for Pencrest. We'll keep it right here with 11-10 to play in the opening quarter. Just getting to the rest of the starting defense tonight. Uh, includes Chase Barlow, a strong safety. Free safety is Chris Willette. He corners Alex Hemingway. And getting his first start at the other corner, Aiden Sutherland, the sophomore. So uh, Panthers, uh, again, Pretty good uh, play on on the opening play here. No gain for Cello on his first scramble. And Cello, again, at a, at a nice start uh, just a week ago, uh, being a first-time quarterback. His older brother started here a few years ago. Nick, uh, I'm sorry, Nick is uh, a fixer guy now. And I will apologize in advance for messing up his first name a couple of times, as I often do with a number of the players in the Central League who had older brothers who played over the years. But uh, Cello, again, good good start a week ago, throwing for um, actually 132 passing yards and a touchdown, but also ran for two with his 51 rushing yards against Harrington in their first win of the season. So Cello tries again here out of the timeout. Two receivers to either side. Motion in is on from left to right. They flip it to him, and Vaughn, jet sweep, and he cuts inside and right into the arms of Anthony Crawford's Thanks to stop at about the 25-yard line. We'll bring up third down and about five. So that'll go as a completed pass. Just a little shovel, two-handed shovel pass there out of a, essentially a jet sweep look. So it gives you a, a four-yard completion to go on, and it brings up third down and six. That's 45 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Scoreless, and the Panther defense trying to get off the field here 
on third and six. Four wide receivers, and now they go shifting. Vaughn into the backfield. Two receivers to either side. O'Donnell and Greenhall to the left of the formation. Cello on third down in about six. Takes the shotgun snap, drops back the pass. Looking, looking, steps up, down the middle, goes it, swatted away by Anthony Crawford. Big play by the sophomore to knock it down at the 45. Fourth and six upcoming, and the punt team comes on. Nice work by the Panthers to force a three and out, and Stephen Woolery will be the punter for Haverford, uh, for Pencrest, rather. Same colors. And if, in fact, if you're not here in person, but uh, if you're watching somewhere else or see game film later, they look these uniforms look a lot like Haverford's <laughs> over the years, just uh, different color helmets. But uh, jerseys look awfully similar. So forgive me for my mistakes there. Matt Schuller and Alex Hemingway wait at the 40-yard line. Waiting the snap is Woolery. Takes it and gets a high wobbler. Angling towards Matt Schuller, who makes a fair catch signal and pulls it in at the 41-yard line. And the Panther offense will take the field. Panther offense without Kristen Mazer tonight, but will rely on a trio of other backs, at least. Jack Ryder's your quarterback, Chase Barlow, Jarris Adams, and Matt Schuller in the backfield. May see a little bit of Greg Belleville and, and Alex Hemingway by chance. We've got a couple of tight ends in there with Eden Prochniak and Peter Blackburn. Chris Willett will be the split end when they use one. Jack, uh, Jack Beck at center. Nick Filios, Ethan Barrar, the guards, Ben Farbaugh, and Jake Millett round out the underclassmen offensive line. So looking forward to getting all those guys back again next year. We'll get to the Pencrest defense momentarily. Two tight ends set from the 41. Give us Jarris Adams off the right side, and the Lions are waiting for that one. No gain right there. Excellent stop. Right off uh, the bat here for the Pencrest Lions. Speaking of, get to their defensive lineup, which includes Connor McCorney, Jeremy Lehman, and A.J. Walters up front. Outside backers, Zach Puckett and Nick Cello. Mike Burke and Dylan McDougal, the other backers. And Jimmy Cage out of the lineup tonight at corner. So we'll keep an eye on that uh, corner on the far side. We'll check that in a moment. But Debbie Fitzgerald, Sean O'Donnell, and Cam Vaughn round out the secondary. So. Here we go. Nine-man front here for the defense, and he gives the Schuler off the right side. He cuts it up the right side, pushes the pile, still on his feet, spins away momentarily, but good pursuit there by McDougal, who's wearing 21 tonight. Schuler takes it out to the 45-yard line. Uh, just short of the 45-yard line, brings up third down and seven. So the Panthers come in averaging over 300 yards on the ground per game. But uh, slow start here on the first couple of plays as Pencrest ready for action in the early going. Clock picks 8:54 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Lions went three and out on their opening possession. Strathaven trying to avoid the same fate here on third and seven. From their 44, from the right hash, Ryder under center, two tight ends in front of them. On the quick hitter is to. Adams flag on the play. No game for Adams, so we will check the flag. Hey, hey Brian, just so, so, so you'll get an illegal shift. So, just so people know, it, it looks like there's no video signal from Pencrest High School. Well, if we're the only game in town, we'll do our best to bring it to you. And yep. Charlie Shankweiler on the punt now with Jarrett Adams here. Uh, stops for no gain on his first two carries. So the fourth leading rusher in Delaware County, fifth leading rusher in Delaware County. Slow start and good work there by the Lions defense. So Shankwaller ready to kick it away. Fitzgerald and Vaughn await. 
Fitzgerald had a punt return score a week ago. Snap is a good one. Playing at time for Shankweiler, who booms one. Signal for Fitzgerald makes the fair catch at the 25-yard line. Terrific kick there. 37 on the punt. No return, and the Lions will take over there uh, right there. So three yards of offense for the Panthers, four yards of offense for the Lions. Not, not exactly so, the uh, offensive battle we were expecting so far. Certainly not uh, in the early going. So they'll start from their 25 and get things going from there. So, Mike, you're saying there's no phys- uh, video signal from the Pencrest broadcast at the moment? No, nothing at all. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, keep it right here. And if you wanted to chime in where you can, we'll uh, we'll do the best we can. If you're not able to see it in person, we'll do the best we can to paint the picture here. Here we go. Under center for the first time is Cello I formation dotted by Vaughn. Motion from left to right. And on first and ten, they toss play and it's fumbled momentarily by Vaughn, uh, by Fitzgerald rather. And he is wrapped up by Adams and friends and they'll lose a bunch here. Move him back well inside the 20. I think they'll spot this back at the 16 or 17. So big loss on the play here. After the toss was dropped by Fitzgerald. All right, they're going to put this down at about the 22, which brings up second down and 17. So negative play there for Pencrest is uh, not what Coach Smith was looking for there. Pencrest, three wins a year ago, knocking off Wissahickon in their opener and then took care of the two sister schools in Lower Marion School District, Harriton and Lower Marion. And win, one win so far this year against Harrison seven days ago. We're second and 17. Sean O'Donnell split to the left, two receivers to the right, and each back as well. And now we've got a timeout, Pencrest. All right, we're going to take a short timeout with them. 7 13, 20 up in a quarter. Pencrest didn't like what they saw there. We'll be back in just a moment. Looking for a great place to buy your vitamins, herbs, and supplements? Locally owned and operated Berman's Health Shop on Edgeman Avenue in Brookhaven carries a tremendous selection of product and features their own brand of vitamins, herbs, and supplements that delivers more than 50 patented and trademark ingredients. Each of their branded products include independent lab analysis. Berman's Health Shop, where you are family. For all your health shop needs, open seven days a week in Brookhaven, 610-874-8418. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Lewis Scott Field. Brian Carroll bringing you to play-by-play. Mike Mayer will give us some commentary in between, even though he's not here to see it. So we'll uh, try to tee it up for him as best we can. Andrew Kaufman, I guess we'll count on for the Twitter updates as best we can feed him as well. So if uh, we're the only game in town, glad you're joining us on HavenFootball.net or WON1NewYork.net. So second down and 17, ball at their own 18-yard line now. Shotgun look here for Nick Cello. Three receivers to his right. He keeps it himself. Right up the middle he goes, and Aiden Prochniak there to wait for him and grab him at about the 23. So gain of ball at four or five. Bring up still third and long. Third and about 12 as Prochniak makes the stop. He was a busy man last week. Prochniak had maybe the play of the game in, in my mind on defense last week when it was still a close game, 14 nothing. Springfield was driving in fourth and one from the 11. He stopped Springfield's tailback 
in the backfield and uh, was all Panthers after that. Here we go. Third down and about 12 from their 23. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Cello in the gun, a halfback on his right hip. Back to pass, looking, looking, has time. They set up a little middle screen. It is caught by Vaughn, who steps away from one man, but nice work. Oh, still on his feet, spun away from two tacklers, three tacklers, first down and more near the, down the near sideline, across the 30 to about the 35. Three missed tackles there for the Panthers. Nice little play on the bubble screen over the middle, and a good work there by the senior. I feel like I've been calling Vaughn's name forever. Yep. This is his third year starting. 6.15 to play here in the first quarter, and that's the first first down of the night. As Cello Devon goes for about, call it, uh, call it 12. And the first down. So from the 35, from the left hash, Cello, two receivers either side, halfback on his left side this time. Back to pass again, looking to his right, throws the slant, it is caught at the midfield strike. First down, a good pass. Right back to Vaughn they go. They'll put it down at the midfield stripe for a gain of 15 more. Panther defense a little soft that time, and Vaughn with three catches now, and they're only going. Cello has been hot. Three out of four throwing it. 31 yards, all of them. To the senior wearing number 24. First and 10 from the midfield stripe. Single receiver to the left. Single to the right. Pistol look with a slot to the right as well. They give inside. This is Fitzgerald off the left side. Sheds one tackle, two tackles, cuts up field, and is met heavily by Crawford and Belleville, but still rips off seven yards to the Panther 43. So, Panther defense bending more than anybody would like here on the away sideline so far. As Fitzgerald lost seven on his first carry after the fumble toss. He makes it back right there, setting up second down and three. Clock ticks, 5.15 to play here in the opening quarter. And Panthers looking to tighten up the tackling just a bit. Lions take their time in the huddle. Just to let, you, just to let you know, we've got the video back. Sean O'Donnell split in to the left. H back in front of everybody, and you've got motion flags in the and on the give to Kaut, and we'll see what happens here. First down for the Lions here as Brennan's Kaut first carry takes it to the Panther 35, but you're going to get an illegal motion penalty to back them up to second down and eight. So just an illegal procedure. I'm not sure. I think they had too many men in the backfield, but you can take a look at that uh, afterwards on the video. So from the 48 is where they'll snap it. And Zach Kaut into the, I'm sorry, this is Brennan Kaut. I mentioned Zach. There's another older brother. Zach Kaut blocked the field goal on the final play of the Media Bowl of 2015. That was the last win in this contest for the Lions. His younger brother, Brennan, carrying the load here. He's into the game for the first time after missing some time in the last couple weeks. Kaut and Vaughn in the backfield. Shotgun look. Or cello. Two receivers to his right, one to his left. And the crisscross handle almost by Cowd. He scoops it back up and falls forward to the 45. So a gain of about three, uh, call it two on the play. Brings up third down and six. So Cal goes for two. Probably would have had a lot more had he not juggled the handoff. So a couple self-inflicted mistakes here for Pencrest, but still third down and six from the 46. They're looking uh, 
pretty good here considering their struggles in the first three weeks. But confidence after last week's win over Harrison, and Cello brings in Fitzgerald to accompany him in the backfield. Devion Fitzgerald, single setback now. McDougal has an H-back, two receivers to the left, under center now. And they play fake and rolling to the right, stepping up and firing to the right flat, incomplete. They were looking for McDougal out there. He was open momentarily. Incomplete, it falls. And now fourth and sixth and decision time for Coach Ryan Smith. And let's see. Oh, you're going to get, is there a penalty here? Did not see the flag. But I think they're going to march off something against, uh, let's see. Referee still sorting this out. They're going to march it off. You're going to get a late hit, perhaps. I'm not sure. They're, they're still sorting this out. I think you're going to get an illegal. You might have had a, a hit after the play on the quarterback. So we'll say they're going to give them 15 yards. So fourth and six now turns into first and 10 for Pencrest down to the Panther 31-yard line. So, just as we said, uh, Pencrest making mistakes. There's a biggie for Strathaven. Keeps the defense on the field, Mike. Boy, that, it's, that's just a killer of a penalty. So, late hit. I think it was on against the quarterback, uh, Cello, as he got rid of it. But here we go. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Cello in the gun again. Now they go trips to the right. Back to pass is Cello. Fires to the right flat. Incomplete. Looking for Fitzgerald. High over his head. Had to deal with Ben Farabaugh coming up the middle and... Trying to throw it over Big Ben. Missed everybody on that one. So, brings up second down and 10 from the Panther, 31. Panther offense has run just three plays through the first nine minutes. With a total of three yards. Pencrest moving it here, but we're still scoreless. 3-11 to play here in the first. We'll try to keep you posted on scores from elsewhere as we get them. We'll leave that to Mike and Andrew in between. Coach Clancy's taking off the coat. Uh, so he's, he's seen enough of that. He's getting his, uh, getting his temperature up here now on second down and 10. Uh, he has no ball on the ground. Scramble for it. And Ben Farball on top of it. A botched handoff. And the sophomore with a big play turns the tables for the Panthers. And the offense comes right back on the field. So another unforced error there by Pencrest. He's been on the turf three times. That's the first fumble, though, recovered by the defense. Coach Clancy needs to take his coat off more often. That maybe got his players' attention. Say, hey, time to wake up, guys. Here we go. First and 10 at the 33-yard line. Panthers with just their second possession of this first quarter. Two tight ends set. Rochniak to the right. Blackburn to the left. And the give is that Jarris Adams. Straight up the middle he goes. Sheds two tackles and pushes out to the 38-yard line. Gain of four on the five on the play. And... Positive yardage for the first time tonight for Jarris. Brings up second down and about five. So we'll Jack Ryder coming off a three-for-four performance with two touchdown passes a week ago. Breaks the huddle and sets them up at the right hash mark. Barlow, wing to the right. Adams and Schuler in the backfield on second down and five. Gave off the left side is Adams, and he's wrapped up quickly. Good work there by the defensive line. Big 79 with first contact for Pencrest. That's Connor McCarney at six foot 275, the junior. Panthers do give up some size up front. Uh, again, there's there's some big guys 
at defensive end and defensive tackle here for the Lions. And brings up third down and two as Adams held to just three yards on that effort. From their own 41, center of the field here, under center is Ryder. Turns and gives to Schuler. First down and more and into the secondary and good tackle there by Fitzgerald at the midfield stripe. Brings up a first down. Gain of nine for Schuler. Off the right side he went. And Fitzgerald doesn't catch the hold of his shoelaces there. He's gone. Nice work there by Evian Fitzgerald, the corner, crashing in to make the stop. And the Panthers, their first first down of the night, comes at the 140 and counting mark of this first quarter. On the midfield stripe now. Tight end to the left is Blackburn, crochet out to the right. On first and 10 play fake. Back is Ryder. Looking. He has time. Man wide open his shoulder. Who's got it? And made it out of his hands. Could not hold it in at the 20-yard line. Oh, that had touchdown written all over it. Shuler would love to have that one back. Oh, the he, Panthers will probably go back to that. He doesn't miss that very often. So, pass was on the money. It was it connected for the first score of the game a week ago and looked to be on its way there, but Shuler could not squeeze it. The Panthers will try again, second down and 10. They break the huddle again with two tight ends. Shuler, wing to the left. Barlow alongside Jairus Adams in the backfield. Again, a nine-man front. And they give on a crisscross to Shuler. He's going to be tripped up after just a short gain to the 48. Nice work there by Mike Burke. Inside linebacker playing with a cast on his hand, on his right hand. He uh, got some carries in the backfield early in the season, but my guess is he won't be playing much offense tonight. So that nice tackle there on Schuler brings up third down and eight, and the Panthers have to lick their wounds after the missed opportunity, but probably four down territory if you get anything positive right here. 45 seconds and counting to play here in a fast-moving first quarter. Wing to the right. Is Chase Barlow, rather. Under center is Ryder. Gives the Schuler off the right side. He's got some room. He cuts inside. He's carrying tacklers. Steps away from man inside the 35 to the 34. 14 yards for Matt Schuler. And another strap even first down. Running with purpose that time. And that might have just uh, the, the missed opportunity a couple plays ago. Has him running angry now, Mike. Yep, that's what it sounds like. 22, 21, and 20 seconds of counting to play here in the first quarter. Panthers under center, first and 10 from the Lions, 34. Strathaven turns and gives to Adams, who dances away from in the backfield, bounces out of the left side, cuts back to his right, and making something out of nothing, down to the 25-yard line. Adams rips off nine on the final play of the first quarter. Excellent run there by Jarris Adams to dance out of trouble. And here we are. We'll start the second quarter where we started the first. Scoreless after one. Be back in just a moment. Glad you're listening live from the archive on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCauley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610 368 This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football. 
right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to Lewis Scott Field. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play tonight. Mike Mayer back in the studio producing at home. Panthers ready to start the second quarter here. Scoreless. First time they've been held scoreless in the, well, all season. Brian, I've got an update for you. quarter of play. Brian, Garner Valley is up 8-0. 8-0, Garner Valley on top of Haverford. Okay. Scoreless here, but the Panthers driving. Second down and about a yard and a half here. From the 31-yard, sorry, 26-yard line as they flip sides of the field, moving right to left now in this second quarter. Ryder under center. Gives a Barlow for the first time. He cuts and spins two hands on the ball. And Barlow drives the pile down to the 20-yard line. Good work by Chase Barlow, ripping off five on his first tote of the night. And I've got Upper Darby leading uh, um, Conestoga 6-0. Okay. Upper Darby got a win as well a week ago. New coaching staff over there as well, Dave Barr. But in the meantime, here we go. 11.39 to play here before halftime. Panthers approaching the red zone. They'll snap first and 10 from the 21. Double wing this time. Again, nine men in the box here for the Lions. Motion man is Schuler. They give it to him. Sweep to the right side. Schuler had a steam and good ankle tackle across the 20. Down to the 17 goes Schuler for a gain of four. Panthers will live with that all night. You go down the name Schuler. And Adams, we know, can break away at any moment. But, uh, hey, four or five yards at a time will do the trick as well. Ryder jogs in the play. Lions starting to see some hands-on hips here. Almost every player for Pencrest will go both ways tonight. So if the Panthers can keep the offense on the field, might be uh, needing the oxygen tank soon. Here we go. Gives the shoulder off the right side again. Cuts inside, outside, back to his left, and he zigzags his way into the end zone. 17 yards later, Matt Schuller on the board for the Panthers. Beautiful run by Schuller. 69 yards rushing on the evening, 65 of them on that drive. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Jack Ryder takes swing at the 10-yard line. Oh, snapped, spotted, kicks away plenty long enough, and down the middle it goes. Shankweiler taps on the extra point, and Matt Schuller and the Panthers are taking the lead for the first time tonight. We'll be taking a short time up. We'll be back in just a moment. 7 0 from Stratton. You're listening live to high school football on WMNX New York back and even football back then. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. Well, I put the Panthers a quarter plus to find their two legs on offense, but 67 yards later, they drive it home after a Ben Fireball fumble recovery. It's Matt Schuler from 17 yards out, and the Panthers on top 7-0 here, 10.43 to play here. In the first half, Shankweiler has the key and ready to kick it away again. This time, right to left. 
Ball to Fitzgerald. The wait at the 10-yard line. Line draft kick is angling towards the sideline. It will roll out of bounds at about the 5. So, illegal procedure against the Panthers will give pretty good field position to Pencrest on their home turf here. Well, Mike, okay, we got, got the first turnover of the night, but go ahead. Give us yeah, an update. No, we got Haverford and Garner Valley are now tied 8 each. And Marple leads Springfield 3-0. Yeah, 3-0, right. All right. Thanks for the updates. We'll try to keep you posted as we go. Here, 7 nothing. Strathaven, Michello and the Pencrest offense will start at their own 35-yard line after the kickoff went out of bounds. Nice little drive going last time the offense was on the field for Pencrest and had it stall on a boshed handoff. So, We'll try it again right here. And, and some confusion here in the huddle. They've used two timeouts already. Shall I will run in the play. Checking out is number 22, Sean O'Donnell. All right. Lions seem ready to go here. Two receivers either side, Vaughn and Fitzgerald. Out in the backfield. Shotgun look on first down and a keeper for... Kello off the right side. He's going to run his way for a first down yardage. Gain of 11. That was pretty much uh, straight ahead running there for the quarterback. Panthers just didn't look ready for that one. It was well blocked by the right side. 10-36, and counting here in the second quarter. And after the first down, we've got a snap from the 46-yard line. Here we go. Two receivers, one to either side again. H-back formation, they snap and tell it one more time. Same play, he tripped over his own man that time and just stopped shy on the midfield stretch. So game one brings up second down and nine for Nick Cello and the offense. Uh, okay, yeah, call it three, actually, after the 49. Thank you to the public address announcer for correcting me on that one as they unfile. And get a good push off that right side and Many formations here for uh, the Lions in, in watching game film over the last couple of weeks. They, they'll use sort of a tackles over formation, just put their two biggest guys on the same side of the line and run behind here. More traditional set here as they go two rod receivers to either side, uh, to the left side. Single setback is Brennan Kelp. They play fake the count and back to pass. Jello firing to the flat. It's complete to McDougal. It cuts inside and a good ankle tackle there by Matt Schuller. We'll stop him at the 40, Panthers 44, but that's enough for a first down. So, gain of about seven to McDougal. And another first down as the Panther defense bending here again. I have Cello four, uh, four out of six so far for 38 yards. That's the first completion of the night to someone other than Cam Vaughn. Vaughn split end to the left, Fitzgerald to the right. Each back is McDougal. Shotgun look again for Cello on first and 10 for the Panther 44. Keeping himself off the left side. He'll be stripped up quickly at 40. So gain of about, call it three. Brings up second down and seven or so. Mike Mayer will be talking with Andrew Kaufman at halftime. We'll try to keep you posted on what's going on there uh, from, from elsewhere, and they can comment as best they can on First half of action here. Strathaven leading 7 nothing. Pedagresto on the move at the Strathaven 40-yard line. Second down and six on their home turf. The Sterling split into the right. Wing to the right as well. They get it to count off the left side. He'll push his way for a few. 
backed up pretty quickly there. Pete Blackburn in there at defensive end now as Mason Green takes a seat on the sideline. Seems to have a, an injury issue. Hopefully Mason's okay. He's already filling in for Christian Mazur who's out. But Blackburn, the senior, tight end, is seeing some time on the defensive side of the ball there. That pushed the ball to the 37-yard line, brings up about third down and three after Cap goes for a few. Panther defense trying to hold here, probably four down territory with any kind of positive play here for the Lions. McDougal, the outback. Cap, your single tailback, and they fire to the flat, complete to Fitzgerald, singled up here with uh, Hemingway, steps away from him, one, two, three tacklers later. They get him down to the, to the 24-yard line, a gain of 13 yards, and a first down of Gerald's first catch, and he is elusive. When he gets uh, going, and the Panthers will have to hem him in. That they did, but not before he picks up 13 and another first down. So clock ticks. 7.25 to play before halftime here. First and 10 from the Panther 25-yard line. Panthers fans here around us. Pretty good uh, turnout here from the senior parents. A little bit of noise, but it is uh, <laughs> a little bit of uh, nervous nervousness here as the Panthers' defense bending. On first and 10, back to pass is Chilo, rolling to his left. Fires wide open in the flat is McDougal, but the pass just off the mark. Couldn't haul it in and falls to the turf incomplete. Panthers fortunate there as everybody bit inside on the fake McDougal, wide open in the flat, but... Incompleted falls, second down and 10 upcoming. Wouldn't be surprised to see Coach Smith and the Lions go back to something like that later. Ball sitting just inside the 25 at the right hash mark. Cello brings in the play. Looking good running this offense for a starter who's only been in there for his second game now. He's under center. McDougal as the H-back, single setback is Brennan Kout. On second down, it's Kout. Off to the left side, he's cutting back inside, and again, bending a little bit here. The Panthers wrap him up at about the 19-yard line. Gain of five more for Kout. Brings up third down. And about five or so. Maybe four. Belleville on that last stop for the Panthers. As the Lions looking to tie things up. 7 nothing, but in the red zone now. Third down and about four. Panthers bending defensively. Perlman and Millette are your tackles at the moment. Blackburn and Prochniak the ends. Panther defense trying to slow down the Lions here on third and four. Shotgun look for Cello. Two receivers to his left, one to his right. He's going to keep it himself. Dances inside and trips up nicely. Good work there. Good penetration by Blackburn, turned him into where he had help from Perlman and others. And it'll be fourth down and two and decision time for Coach Smith. Be looking at about a 31, 32-yard field goal from here, but it looks like they're going to keep things on the field and check out a receiver and bring in another offensive lineman here on fourth down and two. And the Panther defense will be tested right here. Pencrest trying to keep this drive alive. A turnover upset their first drive. I'm sorry, their last drive at the 31-yard line. Here trying to keep it going. Fourth and two from the Panther 16. Panther defense trying to stiffen here. Shotgun look. Cello going to keep it himself. Right up the middle. Lots of room this time. Dances inside. It'll be first and goal to go as he's finally tripped up at the six-yard line. Ten yards later, Nick Cello has the Lions knocking on the door. And the Panthers need a bit of a wake-up call here. 
This is the second time they've been, they've been victimized by that play. Panthers will need to uh, make a quick adjustment here. They check Chris Willett out of the game to go to more of a goal line. Look on first down and goal to go from the six. Coach Smith is going to use their final timeout here with 5.02 to play here before halftime. Used two in the first quarter, and now the Lions need to talk things over as they get started here. All right, here we go. We'll take a short timeout with them. 5.02 to play here before halftime. Lions trying to tie things up. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Thanks for sending it back, Jaws. We're at Lewis King Field here in Media, home of the Pencrest Lions, who are trying to get this thing tied. 7 nothing Strathaven, but first and goal to go from the six. Lions marching down the field here. A drive that started at their 35-yard line. They break the hole coming out of their third timeout of the half. So they are out of timeouts at this point. Cam Vaughn split to the left. Fitzgerald to the right. Cello and Brennan Couch. In the backfield in the gun. McDougal is your up back. On first and goal from the six. This cello stops, looks, fires a quick slant. It is incomplete. And now you're going to call oh, a flag late. Oh, wow. Flag comes in very late. Pass oh, was thrown behind Vaughn, but I think you're going to get an interference call here. And, again, had single coverage on Vaughn out there. If there was some hand fighting, hard to tell. Hard to see the hands on the wayside here. Disagree to say the least, but it will be first and goal to go again. They'll go half the distance to the three. So, first down pass play falls incomplete, but bailed out by a Panther penalty. All right, and the Panther defense here is saying the ball was, uh, the coaching staff here said the ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage, which in case it really would negate. As soon as that ball tipped, would negate uh, any kind of pass interference. But either way, first and goal from the three. Cello in the gun. Takes the snap off the right side. Pushy stacked up momentarily. The Panthers drive him backwards. And then, let's see, late signal touchdown. Nick Cello takes it in from the three. And the Lions now with a chance to tie. So discouraging drive here if you're a Panther fan as the Lions answer a 65-yard scoring drive. A couple of Panther penalties didn't help matters there, but the pet band fired up on the far sideline with 4.51 to play in the half. And, hey, why not? As you have Eamon Scanlon on for the extra point, 5'9", 160-pound senior, was 6-for-6 six six a week ago. He'll kick out of the hold of Nick Kello. Snap is a good one. Ball spotted. Kick is away. Plenty long enough, and it is good. We are knotted at 7, 4.51 to play before halftime. Panthers will get the ball back. They can answer. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. 
High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Nick Cello, two rushing touchdowns a week ago, has one to his credit here tonight, and more importantly has his team tied with 4.51 to play here before halftime. The Lions answer 7-7 with Staff Haven here late in the second quarter. So glad you join us on WONNewYork.net or havenfootball.net, whatever the medium, either live or on the archive. We are thrilled to have you for essentially week five in the Central League here in southeastern Pennsylvania. All right, ready to go. Scanlon has it teed, ready to kick it away. It's a high, very short kick. It's going to come down to one of the upmen. This is Chase Barlow at the 31-yard line. Steps away from one man and is wrapped up quickly. But the Panthers start in pretty good shape here at the 39-yard line, and the offense will take the field at the right hash mark. Got some updates Moving for you. Right to left. I've got some updates ahead, for you, Brian. I got Springfield at seven over Marple at three, and I've got uh, Garner Valley sixteen, Haverford eight at uh, second quarter. All right, exciting games, close games in the Central League for a change. We've had blowout city most of the year, but here we're knotted, and on first ten they give all the sweet lots of Chase Barlow up the near side. 50 has swung down. Boy, he had room to cut it to the outside, but turned up to the hash mark still to the 45-yard line of Pencrest. He goes, give him 11 and a first down. Nice work there by Barlow on the sweep. Lots of room over here on the left side. Very well blocked by the Panther line. Good work there by Barlow. And the Panthers break the huddle quickly. First and 10 at the Pencrest, 45. Schuler, wing to the left. Again, a nine-man front. They give it to Jarris Adams, who dances inside for a couple, stacked up there by a few tacklers, and great job by Adams. Still pushes the pile down to the 41-yard line. Jeremy Lehman finally wrestles him down. Talking but about, Adams talking about, picks up four more. Talking about blowouts, it's Ridley 35, Harrington 0. Okay. Well, it cannot have all close ones, I guess, every night, every week, every game. But here we are, knotted at seven, second down and six for the Panthers. From the Lions, 41-yard line. Late in the second quarter here. Under center is Ryder. Give us to Barlow off the left side. He'll drive for a few. Down at a 38 for three more, and it brings up third down and about three. So Panthers looking to untie this game. Maybe not score too quickly, but here we are with uh, Strathaven. We'll get the ball back to start the second half, but trying to get something else going here in the meantime. Two tight ends again. Nine in front again. Straight ahead goes Adams. First down to Moore. Right off the middle. Shelly tackle. Stiff arm. 20, 15, five. And Jarrett Adams goes 30 yards up the gut. Nobody tackled him. What a great job by Adams. Shelly tackle. Keeps the feet moving. And 38 yards later. Adams explodes to put the Panthers on top. 
There it is. There it is. We're waiting for that one, Mike. But yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. It looked like they had him bottled up at the moment, and Adams keeps the legs churning. 38 yards for his sixth touchdown of the season on the ground. Here, extra point on the way. Hank Weather, plenty of leg, and it is good. Three out of three to play before half, and the defense now trying to slam the door here for the Lions, but Steve Center is going to roar back when we come back in a moment. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent-Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, and you're listening to high school football right here at havenfootball.net. Well, the Lions drive down the field, and the Panthers answer quickly, taking advantage of a short kickoff and a 14-yard run by Chase Barlow to set it up, and then 38 yards up the gut from... Jarris Adams, he has 58 on the night, and the second Panther touchdown. 14-7, Strathaven and Shankwater approaches and lets go a low squib kick. Angling towards the sideline, it'll be fielded there at the 18-yard line, and he is buried. Chris Willette and Anthony Crawford on the stop of Zach Puckett, who lunged out to the 29-yard line. And again, not terrible field position for the Lions and for the Panthers. They need to come up with some plays here on defense with 2.58 to play here before half. So the Lions, zero timeouts remaining. Have, well, 71 yards to get to the goal line, and we'll see from a, a kicking standpoint, can they get it close and try to get some points before half? Panthers would love to, you know, pick up where, where they started this game, forcing a three and out. But Lions have found some rhythm in their last couple of drives. And Nick Cello, the junior, in the shotgun with Cam Vaughn on his right hip. Three wide receivers to the left. Single to the right is Fitzgerald. On first and ten, they give inside to Vaughn. He's got some room. Dances inside and is hit hard by Jarris Adams for a gain of about four, maybe five after the uh, called the 33-yard line when they unpile. So a gain of four for Vaughn. Second down and six upcoming. And Adams had that one sniffed out pretty quickly. Clock ticks, 2.35 and counting to play here in the first half. We have another update, Conestoga 7, Upper Derby 6. Okay, close one over there, too. Four wide receivers, two to either side. Fitzgerald shifts to the backfield with Cello on second down and six. In the gun, takes the snap and back to pass. Looking out to his left, fires that flat, coming back to the ball, making the grab and first down and more for McDougal. It was tripped up immediately at the 45-yard line, but again, that's a game. Uh, let's call it 11 as they put it down at the 45-yard line. Nice work there. McDougal's second grab of the night. Cello right on the money once again. So, uh, call it uh, 62 yards passing now for Nick Cello. Six out of nine throwing it. And the Panther defense bending here. Out near midfield. First and 10 from the 45. Two receivers to either side again. Cello in the gun one more time. 
Back to pass, looking again. Steps up, fires to the right flat this time. Coming back to it, McDougal again. Makes the grab, makes uh, one, well, tried to make a man miss, but Schuler had enough of that. Matt Schuler drags him down about a yard shot of the first down, brings up second and one as they enter Strathaven territory. 137 and counting to play here before halftime. They'll put it down actually back at the Panther 47. So give McDougal eight on his catch. He has 26 on three receptions now. 70 yards passing for Cello, who's 7 out of 10 throwing it. Two receivers to the right. Slot to the left is McDougal, who's been busy on this drive. Vaughn in the backfield. Cello in the gun with 110 and counting to play before half. He's back to pass one more time. They set up the little screen inside. It is incomplete. Now that should be a flag as that pass hit the lineman in the back. But, and the fans agree with me here, that should be an illegal touch here, but Brings up third down and two. All right. So just set up a little middle screen there, but uh, receiver Vaughn was uh, tied up with his own lineman there. But either way, the officials missed that one. Pass hit hit the lineman square in the back. Should have been an illegal touch. But either way, third down and two from the Panther 47. You're in four-down territory either way here, regardless. With one of the four on the game clock before half time. Split to the far side is 22, Sean O'Donnell. Three wide receivers now shift to the left. Single to the right is Fitzgerald. In the gun is Cello. On third and two. Takes the shotgun snap, and they're going to get a flag first and a false start against Pencrest. Ouch. Lions in great shape there, third and two. Now this turns us into third and seven. Nothing should have come off the game clock there, but one second did. I don't know if they put a second back on there or not. But anyway, back to the Pinterest side of the 50 at the 48-yard line. A snap from the right hash. Third down and seven from their own 48. Panther defense looking for a pass rush. Christian Mazur out at the defensive end spot tonight. His replacement, Mason Green, went out early in the first quarter. So, filling in gaps where they can, and hey, it happens in every high school season. Every team deals with it at one point or another. The injuries start to chip away. Time for somebody else to step up here. And now, you're going to get a flag delay a game from the back judge here. Third and seven turns into third and 12. So, the Lions... What started as a very promising drive going the wrong way here, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And and I got to tell you, you know, being able to watch the game, even though it's delayed for me, uh, Haven's, uh, you know, backfield just playing way too soft and seems to be in some kind of zone that Pankrush is just pulling apart. Chris Willett checks into the game at corner. On the opposite side is Alex Hemingway dealing with four wide receivers. Third and 12. Stepping up his shell. Down the middle goes. Throws and it is. Oh, no. Incomplete. Willette nearly had an interception, but they said it hit the turf first. Incomplete it falls. Willette almost came up with one. And Panthers would have had a great field position there as Cello's pass really off the mark for one of the few times tonight. Fourth and 12, they'll bring the punt team on and see if they can't pin the Panthers back. The Panthers will get the ball back here, still with three timeouts in their pockets. It'd be interesting to see if they play it safely or take a shot. Schuler and Hemingway await the punt at about their 26-yard line. 
There we go. Long snap is a good one. They stepped into it and let a boomer go. This will back up Schuler inside the 20. It takes a hop and rolls into the end zone for a touchback. Tremendous punt. 57 yards, no return. And the Panthers will start this drive at their own 20-yard line with 48 seconds to play before half. See if they decide to go to the air. Only one, one pass attempt so far for Jack Ryder. It was right on the money but dropped. So we'll see if they decide to go back to something like it. Or play it safe and say we'll try again in the second half. But they lead 14-7, Strathaven, with a couple of runs from their two feature backs tonight. 17-yard burst from Matt Schuller, a 38-yard burst from Jarris Adams. Go on the board. Here we go, two tight ends from the 20-yard line. On first and 10, and give on the sweep of Schuller off the right side, cuts it back, makes another man that's still on his feet and old inches away from breaking it. Out to the 29-yard line. Let's see. Clock ticks. 36, 35, 34. Panthers go no huddle here. 31, 30 seconds. Panthers still waiting for it. Clock ticks. 25 seconds. They're under center on second down and one. Ryder. Give us to Adams. That's the running room. Cuts it back. And Adams bounces out to the right. And look out. 45, 40. Look at Jared Adams pull away from everybody. And 71 yards later, touchdown Panthers, Jared Adams. And seconds to play before half. Well, there's the play of the game. Maybe for all the concerns, say, wait, you have your timeouts here. What are we, what are we doing? Panthers did not want them to get anything set up or talk anything up. Talk about it, but Jarris Adams rips off 71 and a score. And Shankweiler on for the extra point with just 10 seconds to play before half. All right. Ryder will put it down. He does spot it, kicks us away. Plenty long enough and good three for three is Charlie Shankweiler. We'll take a short time out. Be back in just a moment. Thanks again to our sponsors for the song here. You're listening to high school football on after the game, don't forget to check out the best high school football website, havenfootball.net. You'll be able to check scores around the Central League, as well as key teams throughout Pennsylvania in the PIAA system. Havenfootball.net, for great game statistics and articles. If you're into Haven football, or simply high school football, there is no better place to be than havenfootball.net. <laughs> This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Well, Panthers, with just 10 seconds to play here before halftime, took over with just 48 seconds at their own 20-yard line. Matt Schuller ripped off a nine-yard run with inches away from breaking it. They line up over the ball, no huddle, handed to Jarris Adams, and he does the rest. 71 yards later. He's into the end zone for the second time tonight. The Panthers lead 21-7. And now just need a special teams stop to pin everybody deep here. And here's a swift hit that's going to bounce around and cover us the 20-yard line uh, with just seven seconds to play. That's Zach Puckett calling on it for the Lions. So, 80-yard field in front of the Lions here with just seven seconds left. They are out of timeouts. We'll see if they decide to take a shot. But good work there by Shankweiler to uh, squib it. And again, Panthers, slow, slow start. We were 0-0 after the first quarter, but uh, have exploded here. Three possessions, one 
carried over from the first quarter. That ended with Matt Schuler's 17-yard touchdown run. But now Jarris Adams has taken over with two bursts up the middle. He's at eight carries, 129 yards, and touchdowns on each of his last two touches. There we go. From the 20-yard line, two receivers to either side. Cello, see if they decide to take a shot downfield here with just seven seconds left. Nick Cello sends a motion man. This is Cam Bond, the little flip inside. He's going to step away from one man, spins out of a tackle momentarily, gains four yards, but the clock runs out on the first half. So, Panthers, again, slow start, but roared in the second quarter, 21-7 Strathaven here at the end of the first two quarters. So, uh, as we go to halftime, uh, Mike, let's uh, keep it right here. Any uh, thoughts on, on what the discussion will be at half? Well, I'm sure we'll discuss, you know, the slow start that the Panthers had uh, against uh, uh, the Pencrest. They certainly seem to be a bit out of sorts relative to generate their offense. However, that could be, you know, Pencrest is finding its own way as it's had it struggled this year. So well, I'm sure we'll discuss that. We'll discuss what's going on in the, uh, uh, the rest of the league and what the scores look like. We'll also probably talk a little bit about, uh, you know, whether we get Haverford or Garner Valley what our chances against either one of those teams look like for next week. So, Well, we'll have plenty to talk about, but that'll be with Andrew Kaufman and Mike Mayer, so I'll step aside for a few minutes, wait for the call back, and we'll wait to hear more as we get the second half going from Lewis Scott Field. Thanks for listening to the Media Bowl here in Pennsylvania. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCauley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, from football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. 
Give her a call when buying or selling your home. And welcome back. We're at the studio offices, uh, otherwise known as my home. Uh, As we're going to go through halftime, we're going to give uh, Andrew Kaufman a quick call right now and try to bring him into the conversation so that we have, uh, there goes the phone. We go with that. And uh, there we go. Andrew. Hello. Hello. So, well, that was a scary first quarter, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Pencrest was moving the ball pretty well in that first quarter, and then I guess Strathaven felt like they were bet- the defense was bending, and they got they got a bounce to go their way and turned that into seven. Well, you know, Haven had a well, Haven had a couple of bad. Um, call not bad calls, but you know, terrible penalties to have roughing the passer for 15 yeah. yards and pass interference. I, I think we were all questioning kind of what was going on there, but at the end of the day, you know, they are what they are, so you got to deal with them. Um, I, I think that uh, the Pencrest defense was playing very well, but I really think the problem that that Havens had, and I'm hoping they're going to do something with assignments, is the secondary it was just being terribly outplayed, they were playing so far off the receivers. I mean, these guys were wide open, and they're giving them, you know, five or six yards on the reception and then easily another two or three on the run. So that's an eight-yard gain, nine-yard gain. I mean, if I'm Pencrest, I'll do that all day long till you decide to stop it. And that's what I think a couple of plays I was watching, it seemed like there was missed assignments. You know, guys didn't understand their zone responsibilities. They do have some people that are missing or that are, you know, some substitutes in there, so that could be causing the problem. But they're going to have to tighten that up. Uh, Pencrest seems to be hitting their passes more often than not. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for Haven breaking out in that one long Jarris Adams run from scrimmage for 70-something yards, I mean, this would be a very tight game going into the half, which nobody expected. Yeah, nobody really really expected this game to be – like, everyone was – like, Strathaven's played very, very well this season. Right. Even in, even in their game against Marvel, they played pretty well. They had one or two mistakes they probably want back. But Ed Pedcrest is a one and three team, which, and they've had a couple of interesting games here and there. And they made a quarterback switch last week that seemed to work out for them. Yeah, and it's very divisive, decisive he, score. Yeah, and. Nick Cello has played pretty well, 8 of 13 for 75 yards and 8 carries for 38 yards and the one touchdown. He's He's been their best player tonight. No, there's no doubt about it. I mean, like I said, he's hitting his mark. So you get a quarterback who can make a connection and you're allowing his receivers to be that wide open and it doesn't seem to be much of a pass rush, although I have to tell you, he's releasing that ball pretty quickly. So Yeah, he is getting out quick and – we have to remember the Panthers are down Christian Mays are one of their better pass rushers tonight. Yeah, so well, I think that, that's, that's true a, too. That's that's a pretty big loss for them on the defensive side of the ball. And I think we're seeing the effects of that. Uh that could be. That although again, he's releasing. It's not like he's standing back there. And remember, these guys are only going out, like I said, five or six yeah. yards. That doesn't take more than a second or two. So, yeah, so they're I mean, there, they're open and the, the court, hey, quarters are playing eight, nine, ten yards off. It's it's giving me nightmares of the Jim Schwartz defense that he loves to play. Put everybody back at the first down marker and say, "Here you go, have five, six yards. We're going to come up and make the tackles." 
Well, with, and, with, with teams that are not strong we've passing. We've been able to make the tackles so far, so it hasn't been too awful. It's just been... Well, but it, just ex- get, it extends the drive. a whole lot of space. Yeah, it extends the drive, and that's the problem. But, but you know, you can't, in high school, you count that, you know, if a kid completes half his passes, he's doing pretty well. So if you want to play the odds, yeah. you say, well, just, just don't let him get behind you. We don't want a touchdown play, so... But I think this is just too tight. And, and again, when you got a quarterback that's on his mark, they'll just keep throwing it. Now, if you can start playing a little tighter, he's primed for interception because he's getting so used to dumping these passes off, he's not going to be looking at the field that carefully, and somebody's going to pick that off. But, of course, the downside of trying to pick a pass like that off is if you mistime it and, you know, you go for the ball and, and the ball makes – Yeah, then, then, well, it may not be six, but it'll be, it'll be a big gainer. But, no yeah. doubt about that. No yeah. doubt about that. So, um, anyway, all right, so let's talk real quick. I mean, we're going to either play Haverford or Garner Valley. Um, Garner Valley seems that you have a latest score on uh, on the Garner Valley-Haverford game. Anything recent? Uh, 16 to 8 at the half. So it's still Garner Valley. Okay, that's not as bad a spread as I yeah. thought might happen. And they traded interceptions in the end zone, both teams. Wow. Haverford had drove down. And threw an interception in the end zone, and then Garnet Valley drove down, and Haverford picked him off in the end zone. Right, right. So they they trade drive ending touchdown saving interceptions for both teams. All right. So well, that was <laughs> well. That'll be exciting. Well, I I just I think it's going to be a tough game either of those teams that we have to play them next week and that's okay Yeah, both, both of them are very very good teams. yeah and i think that's a good way even if we end up with this with a season with a loss i think it's a good way to test the juniors and the sophomores and let them see what what strong high school football is and let them mentally prepare for for the 2021 season which hopefully will be a normal type of football season as opposed to what we experienced this year yeah, and Marple now leads Springfield 14-7. to They had a 25-yard touchdown score right at the end of the half. All right, very good. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and go away. Uh, you hang up when you get a chance. I'm going to go ahead and go to break and send it back to Brian. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net, where high school football never sounded so good. Looking for a great place to buy your vitamins, herbs, and supplements? Locally owned and operated Berman's Health Shop on Edgman Avenue in Brookhaven carries a tremendous selection of product and features their own brand of vitamins, herbs, and supplements that delivers more than 50 patented and trademark ingredients. Each of their branded products include independent lab analysis. Berman's Health Shop, where you are family. For all your health shop needs, open seven days a week in Brookhaven, 610-874-8418. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. After the game, don't forget to check out the best high school football website, havenfootball.net. 
You'll be able to check scores around the Central League, as well as key teams throughout Pennsylvania in the PIAA system. HavenFootball.net for great game statistics and articles. If you're into Haven football or simply high school football, there is no better place to be than HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media, Auto Home and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Berman's Health Shop, for all your vitamins, herbs, and supplements in Brookhaven. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. And welcome back to my studio. We're calling Brian right now. Connect to his phone line on the field at Pancras. There we are, Brian. Hey, how are we doing, guys? We're doing fine. Okay, well, just uh, back here at halftime at Lewis Scott Field. Players are on the field stretching, getting loose for the second half. So, uh, big excitement at halftime was my roster sheet blew away. So, we had some good <laughs> Panther fans run behind the bleachers to save that for me. God, and, Howard, uh, Howard Cosell and, and, and Troy Aikman never has, never has no do with this. No, they have it easy up there. They've yeah. got instant replay and spotters and, uh, you know, television and, and uh, heat even. Yeah, uh, heat So, even, right? you know, this is... Uh, and food. But this is way more fun. And food, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but this is way more fun. So well, we'll have is, all that tomorrow. Fun. We'll have all that tomorrow when we broadcast the uh, Youth Football Championship at Marble Newtown. That's right. We've got <laughs> the uh, eight, eight and nine-year-olds uh, in the local youth leagues uh, playing. That's uh, West Philadelphia against uh, BYC, Brandywine Youth Club over in Garnet Valley. So that should be fun. Uh, two o'clock start. I guess we'll be on the air a few minutes ahead of that, Mike. Yeah, we'll be on on Mixer if you to try to pick it up. Or uh, we won't put a link on our regular web pages. That'll just confuse people. But if you want to go to Mixler, you'll be able to pick it up. Very cool. All right. So uh, in the meantime here, as everybody's getting stretched out and loosened up for the second half, Panthers will start with the football after the kickoff. And, again, I'm not sure how much you guys have been able to keep up with statistics through the first half. We didn't do any stats. Okay. Well, I have, you know, the Panthers well over 200 yards rushing again. Nothing in the passing column yet. They put it in the air just one time, and it fell incomplete. But, uh I have Jarris Adams, eight carries for 129 yards. Schuler uh, and, and two touchdowns. Schuler with seven for 78 and a touchdown. Chase Barlow with three carries for 22 yards. And, you know, when you score two touchdowns right up the middle uh, from 38 and 71 yards like Jarris Adams did late in the second quarter, you, you can't mention enough the job that the offensive line is doing. Jack Beckett center and the two guards, Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar, just a tremendous, tremendous job on that guard trap play. And, uh, you know, Jarris is going to get his name in the paper and well-deserved for all the rushing yardage and taking it, uh, the, the talent he has, making people miss and running people over. But the guys up front, 
all of them underclassmen. And again, leaving out the two senior tight ends who do a fantastic job, and even the other backs who block well, uh, that front five will be back for next year. So that is very exciting as well, as you're getting a lot of good experience here for the juniors and sophomores up front as you tack on uh, Jake Millette and Ben Faribault as the two outside tackles. And so, that was supposed again, to be the Havens' weak link this year was the fact that we had young, inexperienced linemen coming up into varsity, and that's they certainly stepped up this year. Certainly have. And, uh, again, looking forward to uh, the next two quarters of action tonight and one more game next week. I'm not sure if you talked about this at halftime, Mike, but the scuttlebutt around here is that – well, we already know that Strathaven will get the loser of Garnet Valley versus Haverford tonight. That is locked, set in stone. We're playing one of those two teams. If it were to be Garnet Valley, there is talk of playing on Thursday morning, on Thanksgiving morning, if it's Garnet Valley. If it's Haverford, if the halftime score there holds and Haverford falls, then it could be at, at Strathaven on Friday night. But all that will be confirmed in the next few days. And we still have two quarters to play here if, and get things sorted if, out. If it's so Garnet Valley, uh, they we... have it teed up. Okay, good. Yeah, they have it teed up. We'll talk about uh, next week. Next week, right. but here, <laughs> ready to go for the third quarter. Twenty-one-seven, Strathaven, and ready to receive the opening kickoff. And here we go. High, short end over end kick's going to come down. One of the upbacks this is uh, Aiden Prochniak, I believe, on the far sideline. He's wrapped up quickly out near the 40-yard line as they continue. Well, they're letting them go. Let them play. Rugby scrum pushes it across the 40. Uh, I think that was Prochniak on the far side who, who came out with it. Or no, was that Barlow? All right. Hard to see over on that far sideline. Not a great vantage point here tonight on the far sideline, but here we go. First and 10, ball at the 42-yard line. So Panthers with very good field position to start here in this third quarter. And already leading 21-7. to So, Jack Ryder has the offense on the right hash mark, moving right to left in front of me. Matt Schuler, wing to the left, or sorry, in the backfield with Jarris Adams. Wing to the right is Barlow, and they fake it, and here comes Barlow off the left side. Lots of running room. He gets a block until he goes, and Barlow, here he goes. Flag on the play. It may come back, but Barlow's going to streak down the near sideline. Cut inside at the 10. Rip carrying tacklers to the 5. But I think it's coming back. Got a good block from Filios on the pull, but I think there's something inside on one of the tackles that's going to drag it back. Unfortunate, as Barlow goes for 50, uh, 52 yards, it'll be wiped out, and the Panthers will need to try it again. Ouch. Mm. Flag lays at the 46-yard line of Strathaven, so if they march this off, you're probably looking at first and about 13 or so. But we'll see after they spot it. So very unfortunate, as they've had room on that play. They ran it to Barlow in the first half, and a 14-yard gain, frankly, could have been a lot more. In this case, they did get almost everything they wanted except the laundry at the 46. So they'll march it back to the 36-yard line. What was the call? Turns this into – it was a hold. Okay. It was holding on the on the offensive line. So first and 16 as they'll put it back at the 36. All right, here we go. Panthers will try it again. Clock is rolling. They move Schuler into the backfield and shift Barlow as a wing to the right. Two tight ends in front of Ryder. It's Schuler. Dances off the right side. Runs through one tackle, lowers the level, and wow. Matt Schuller just lowered the boom and carries a man for three extra yards. Gain 
out to the 46-yard line, so give him 10. Great work there by Schuler as he's up to 88 yards rushing. Still running angry. On just eight, just eight carries. Yep. So Schuler averaging over seven yards a carry coming into tonight, and he's got, got 11 yards a carry tonight. He's wing to the left. Barlow and Adams in the backfield behind Ryder. They go to Barlow off the left side. Stiff arm inside. They've got him by the shirt tail to slow him down momentarily. Drives those legs forward. And he's going to be just short of the first down. Give him five yards. It'll bring up third down and a yard. Good work by Barlow, who he and everyone else in the wrestling community crossing their fingers for the status of the Central League season in the weeks ahead and all of our winter sport athletes, whatever it may be, just uh, hopeful that they can keep things going here over the next few months. But here, third down and one for the Panthers from the Pencrest 49-yard line. Ryder under center. Turns, gives Adams off the right side, dances out to his left, first down, and then some to the 45. Gain of four more for Jarris Adams. And a Panther first down. Nine carries, 133 yards for Adams. Clock ticks. 9.49 to play here in the third quarter. Panthers looking to add to a 21-7 lead. Three touchdowns in the second quarter. And now trying to pick up where they left off after three scoring drives in a row. Again, two tight ends. Again, wing tee. Back to passes. Ryder has time. Look, wheel route again. Schuler's open. Stumbles and could not haul it in. Oh, Schuler. He's running that wheel route well. First one he couldn't haul in. This one had a step but lost his footing. The turf monster tripped him at the 20-yard line. Oh, my. Can't have much worse luck in the passing game than they've had on their first two tries. Well, it connected beautifully last week so far. 0 for 2 for Jack Ryder, and none of them, (laughs) neither of them, Bad passes. They were right on the money, just uh, have not connected just yet with Matt Schuler. Here we go. Second down and 10. Motion man is Barlow to give inside to Adams as he'll be driven actually by one of the Pencrest tacklers, McDougal, pushed him forward to about the 42. So they'll move it to about third down and seven as Adams picks up three. Panthers probably in four-down territory if you get anything positive here. They break the huddle just inside of nine minutes to play here in the third quarter. 21-7, Strathaven leading and marching. Adams and Schuler in the backfield. Barlow, wing to the right. On third and seven, it's Barlow on the sweep to the near side. He gets a great block from Philios. Bounces outside, 30. Needs one more block. Cuts inside, and Barlow at the 20. Caught from behind inside the 10. And Chase Barlow down to the seven-yard line. 35 yards later, it'll be first and goal. Beautifully, beautifully blocked. Filios, Prochniak, excellent, excellent job there. So we'll look for that one uh, either on the video or maybe that's a play of the game later on this weekend. That's just outstanding blocking up front. Barlow, five carries for 62 yards. And first and goal to go, Ryder. Give it to Barlow one more time off the left side. He runs through the arm tackle of McDougal and pushes down to the two. Now to the one, actually. Give him six more. Barlow running hard now. Adams and Schuler have found the end zone. Maybe it's Ryder or Barlow's turn here. Well, this is where they were. Good. 
just inside the two-yard line. 8.06, 8.05 and counting to play here. And now we've got timeouts for the officials. They need to sort something out. And now this is a, okay, we have an injury timeout. All right, we're going to take a short timeout with them as we have an injured Pencrest player on the field. Be back in 30 seconds. Stick with us. Glad you're joining us on havenfootball.net. We're one New York This broadcast is copyrighted by havenfootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without havenfootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Thanks, Murph. Sean O'Donnell, the injured Pencrest player, but walks off under his own power and waves away the trainer. So good sign there. Hopefully Sean's back on the field momentarily. They'll sit out at least this play, though. Second down and goal to go for the Panthers from the two-yard line as Chase Barlow has things set up for the Panthers after some productive carries the last two trips, or that last two plays, rather. Panthers restart the clock and break the huddle. Second and goal from the two. Barlow and Adams in the backfield. Schuler, wing to the left. On second down, it's Barlow one more time. Roger slips as he takes the handoff, but good leg drive from Barlow, who pounds it in. Touchdown, Panthers from two yards out. 70 yards rushing now for Chase Barlow on the evening on just seven carries. The last, well, <laughs> most of that here in the second half. Most of that drive on the legs of number 24 here, and the Panthers now with a three-touchdown lead. Extra point pending here from Charlie Shankweiler. Snap is low, spotted nicely by Ryder. Kick is just a little short. All right, well, they couldn't dig that snap out of there just in time, and Shankweiler did not get all of that one. It falls short, so we'll keep it right here as we just broke for a commercial a moment ago but mike i don't know if you have score updates from elsewhere the only thing some close ones the only thing i've got uh recently was uh ridley has gone the mercy rule against heritage 57 nothing at halftime yuck oh my goodness yeah 57 and a half ouch all right well ridley's had their turns uh this year in in taking a couple of beatings, and tonight they get to dish it out. But, uh, again, credit to the Harrison program. They have had, uh, you know, not the kind of results you want on the scoreboard, and I know they had an injury last week to their best player, so I'm not sure if Teddy Molino's playing tonight or not, but uh, things fell apart for them last week against Pencrest after he left the game. But, uh, again, they're shorthanded over there, but as Coach Justin Miller continues to say year after year, it's like our kids just keep coming. They keep battling, and, uh, hey, we will we will take everything they can give us, Listen, and they just ask for that effort year after year. Yeah, they, they do keep after it. There's no doubt about it. All right, ready to kick it away is Charlie Shankweiler. Standing deep to return, Cam Vaughn and Davion Fitzgerald. Here's an end-over-end kick. It'll come down to Vaughn at about the 15-yard line. Straight up the middle he goes. He runs into a good tackle there from Anthony Crawford, tripped him up, going in low at the 27-yard line. Nice work there by the sophomore on the stop. And Chase Barlow's two-yard run capped off a 59-yard scoring drive. And, well, (laughs) 48 of those yards came from Barlow himself on that scoring drive. That last two-yard run, his second rushing touchdown of the year. As the Panthers on top, 27-7. 7.38 to play here in the third quarter. 
Fencrest now, their first crack at it here in the second half. They'll start from their 22 with two wide receivers, three wide receivers now to the right of the formation and one to the left. Nick Cello takes the snap back to pass and ball strips, scramble for it, and the Panthers are on it. Beautiful job there. Aiden Proshnack pounces on it after Pete Blackburn came crashing in and strips Cello. Peter Blackburn with a forced fumble. That's the first fumble recovery. Actually, just the second fumble recovery of the night. The Panthers have not recovered a fumble until tonight. They played four games uh, without a single fumble recovery. Now, they've forced turnovers through the air with the, with interceptions. But, boy, it takes uh, Faribault and Prochniak tonight pouncing on fumbles for their first two of the year. Great job by Blackburn to knock that one loose. Got an update All on right, the Garner so. Valley-Haverford game. 16-8 still at the end of the third quarter. Here we go. Back back to pass is Ryder. He floats it to the outside. Incomplete. Led Jarris Adams a little too much that time as they got things going in the flat there. And Adams had room to run had they connected. But... Second down and 10. Ryder 0 for 3 throwing it tonight. That one he would like to have back. Brian, sorry but, to interrupt your call. It's just I can't I can't stay up with you because of what I'm looking at on the screen. Yep, that's all right. So Panthers have second and 10 now from the 28-yard line. They cashed in after the first turnover of the night. Here they'll try it again. From the 28th, Ryder under center. Little offset wing to the right side, and they follow that side. And bouncing outside is Schuler. He's got a little running room across the 25 down near the 20. Let's see where they spot this. He could be close to a first down. Uh, they're going to put him just outside the 20 at the 21. Brings up third down and about three. So seven more yards for Schuler. Panthers threatening now to have 200-yard backs, maybe even three on the evening. Adams with 136 on the ground, Schuler up to 95, and Barlow with 70. We've seen plenty of times over the years 200-yard rushes in a game. It's been rare that we've seen three. Barlow wing to the right, two tight end set. Here's Adams. Look, dances inside, outside, cuts back to his right, spins away, and has the first down near the 10-yard line. Good work from Adams. 11 more for the senior who has... Been very patient over the last four, uh, last few years, and you know, grown incredibly in terms of you know, maturity and uh, in the classroom. He's he's done no, everything no well for the last year and a half in particular, and it's paid off for him on the field a year ago, and now having a, a fine senior season as short as and much shorter than any of us wanted. But here we go, first and ten from the eleven. It's Schuler off the right side. He's going to dance his way away from tackles. They've got him by the shirt tail, or he'd still be running. But they've got him pulled down at just about the six-yard line. Looked like a whole lot more was opening up there, but nice work there by Penn Crest tacklers to close, and they'll put it down at the six-yard line. All right, Schuler, ten carries, 101 yards now on the evening, including a touchdown. Second and go, second down from the five. Panthers can pick up a first down here if they take it inside the one, but they're looking for more than that here. Leading 27-7. And second down upcoming. Gives Jarris Adams off the right side, bounces back to his left, spins to his right, and inside the five, it'll bring up third down from about the three. So Adams spins for three more. He's up to 150 yards on 12 carries. Panthers over 300 yards rushing now. 
Nothing through the air. But the clock continues to melt. Five minutes and counting to play here in the third quarter. They lead it 27-7 and looking for more. Third down and two from the three. Two tight ends again. Everybody in tight for the Pencrest defense. Ryder on the keeper off the left side. He's going to push his way into the end zone. Jack Ryder punches it in for the fourth time this year. And Ryder the Panthers. Quarterback sneak, punches it in from three yards out, and the Panthers now with a chance to make this a, well, they're going to go for two. After they missed extra point last time, they're going to try to stretch this to a 35-7 lead. So 33-7 is where we stand at the moment. And we'll try for two here. All spotted to three-yard line. Two tight ends, Prochniak to the right, Blackburn to the left. Ryder under center. He is back to pass, looking, looking, has time, floats it to the flat end, wide open and making the completion, and the two-point conversion is Peter Blackburn. Ryder had a big target in the back of the end zone all alone. Two-point try is good, and the Panthers take a 35-7 lead. We'll be back in just a moment on WONnetwork.net and havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, welcome back to Lewis Scott Field. 35-7, Strathaven on top of Pencrest. Charlie Shankweiler approaches and boots one far down inside the 10 to the 6. Here we go. Fitzgerald across the 15 to the 20. Cuts to his left. It takes away from one man. Nice work by Fitzgerald, keeping his feet. Still dancing across the 20. Still dragging tacklers now. Great job by the sophomore. Panthers will have to deal with him for two more years after tonight. Davion Fitzgerald out to the 30-yard line, a 24-yard return. So four different Panthers have found the end zone tonight for touchdowns. Pete Blackburn, you call it a fifth uh, in the end zone. His two-point conversion has stretched it to a 28-point lead. 4.35 to play here in the third quarter. Strathaven leading by four scores, and Pencrest has run one play in this second half. It was a fumble caused by Pete Blackburn, and he lines up at defensive end to the far side. Two backs, one on either side of Nick Cello, who's in the shotgun. They fake one way, give to Vaughn off the left side. He bounces outside. Lots of running room there for Cam Vaughn. The senior spins his way into the secondary and out of bounds on the far sideline. Out to the 43-yard line. Good work by Vaughn. 14 yards by far his best run of the night. We have an update. First down for the Lions. We have an update. Garnet Valley, 24, Haverford, 8. Okay, Garnet Valley on top of Haverford, 24-8 to eight in the third quarter. So, as we mentioned, the Panthers will get the loser of that game, which, uh, again, right now, unless Haverford has a big comeback, could be the Fords. Coming to George L. King Field, possibly on Friday night. We will wait for confirmation in the days ahead. But uh, that was the talk 
in the early going. So here we've got a timeout on the far sideline. Uh, Mike, we'll keep it right here. I know okay. Marple Newtown and Springfield was a tight game, 14-7 at the half, but I'm not sure if we have any more updates from our friends at the Tiger Radio Network or over at Springfield, who is broadcasting the game tonight. But uh, we'll wait and see. We can drum up there. But uh, all right, here we go. Pencrest seems... Oh, no, okay. Oh, there was an injury on the play. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, Jarris Adams is going to be coming off the field there. That was an injury. All right. My mistake there. I thought it was just a timeout uh, somewhere else. But Adams is going to be helped off the field momentarily by the trainer here. All right. So, we'll see about Adams, what's happening there. I'm not sure what the issue is. He's having trouble. He's having trouble coming off the field here. So uh, again, we're going to see some uh, see some different personnel in here on defense as Adams comes off, and certainly looks like his night will be done in terms of carrying the football for sure. But uh, Jarris, not the guy you want to lose here for any length of time. Hopefully, he will bounce back quickly here. All right. In the meantime, the Panthers trying to slow down this. Pencrest offense. From the 43-yard line, moving left to right here, cello under center. They go toss play to Vaughn, who is wrapped up immediately. Aiden Prochniak squashes him for a loss of two. Great job by Aiden getting off the block. And uh, Nate Perlman as well. Actually, that was Perlman. So good work there. We'll check the film for credit on the tackle. But Perlman shooting in from the defensive tackle spot. The junior turns it to second down and 12 as Vaughn slowed down. That time, after his gain of 14, this time goes backwards for two. All right. So, Cello under center again. Two receivers to the right. They give it to Vaughn one more time as the single setback. And the ball, scramble for it. And picking up is Matt Schuler right down that far sideline. Third fumble of the night. Schuler bounces outside and takes it back to the 30-yard line. Great job there. But they did not see who stripped it, but the ball popped loose. And another fumble here for Pencrest. Pencrest had six turnovers in their loss to Marple Newtown, a 41-0 shutout. And tonight, they've hurt themselves again. Three fumble recoveries for the Panthers. This one by Matt Schuler. And now the Panthers in business here, first and 10 of the 31-yard line. Jarris Adams getting some attention here on the near sideline. So Greg Belleville checks into the game at fullback. He's alongside of Barlow in the backfield. Schuler wing to the left. They give it to Barlow off the left side. He's going to cut inside, and he's pushing his way through the 26th gain of about five. Good work there by Barlow, who's up to 75 yards now on the ground, and the Panthers... The clock has become their friend here as it continues to melt inside of three minutes when they break the huddle here. Ryder's still jogging the play in in the third quarter. 35-7 Strathaven with five straight possessions that have finished in the end zone after a very slow first quarter. Looking for a sixth here. They'll snap from the 25-yard line, second down and four. Davis to Schuler off the right side. Dances outside, inside, back inside again. He's got a first down across the 15, down near the 13-yard line. 12 more for Schuler, who's up to 113 yards on just 11 carries. And Pencrest defense starting to see the fatigue here. Lots of two-way starters, especially up front. 
And, uh, again, nice to see. I, I don't know if you can hear in the background the PA announcer announcing the, che- the senior cheerleaders, but Strathaven's cheerleaders have made the trip tonight as well for the media ball. Here we go. First and 10 from the 13. Give us to Belleville off the right side. He's going to be carrying people in. Let's see. Let's see. They're going to... No, down at the one. Did not quite get there. Belleville stopped at the one-yard line. Gain of 12 for Belleville. It'll be first and goal to go for Strathaven. So, Greg Belleville, the junior. Again, another guy who's had a nice impact defensively this year, but certainly can run the football, too. They will have a number of these underclassmen contributing again next year. So, exciting news there for the Panthers a year from now, but for the moment, we're trying to soak up every minute of the 2020 season for as much as these guys can get. First and goal from the one. Under center is Ryder. It's Barlow off the left side. Barlow into the end zone for the second time tonight. Barlow pounds it in. His third rushing touchdown of the year. And the Panthers now with a chance to put this into a roll. Barlow, nine carries, 76 yards, and two scores. This one comes at the 147 mark of the third quarter. Charlie Schackweiler on for the extra point. This would stretch this into a running clock if he can pound it through. Ryder to hold. Ball spotted. Kick is away. It is long enough, and it is good. 42 to 7. Strathaven with 147 to play here in the third. We'll take a short timeout. Be back in just a moment. Stick with it. Looking for a great place to buy your vitamins, herbs, and supplements? Locally owned and operated Berman's Health Shop on Edgman Avenue in Brookhaven carries a tremendous selection of product and features their own brand of vitamins, herbs, and supplements that delivers more than 50 patented and trademark ingredients. Each of their branded products include independent lab analysis. Berman's Health Shop, where you are family. For all your health shop needs, open seven days a week in Brookhaven, 610-874-8418. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Panthers recover a third fumble. This one finishes a 31-yard drive after nice work there by Matt Schuler to pick it up, and he and Chase Barlow set the table along with a good run from Greg Belleville. Barlow gets the finishing touches there with his second touchdown of the night from one yard out. 42-7, Strathaven with 147 to play here in the third quarter. So some substitutions now starting for the Panthers. And we'll get Charlie Shankweiler ready to kick it away. Vaughn and Fitzgerald await for the Lions to return here. And there's a high end over and kick angling towards Fitzgerald, who takes it on the back pedal at the seven-yard line. Comes up the right hash, dances out to his left. He's still on his feet. Panthers slow him down, and Harrington slowed him down. And now Davion still on his feet and shoved out of bounds by Belleville at the 21-yard line. So Panthers had a shot at him inside the 15, but great job by Fitzgerald to zigzag his way out to the 22 and set up Nick Cello and the offense first down. All right, got a couple Here, of updates. We'll... Uh, Garner Valley 32, Haverford 8, and Marple 17, Springfield 7. I missed that last one. 17 to what? 7 for Springfield. Marple Springfield. Okay. Marple on top of Springfield 17-7, and now Garnet stretches to 32-8. to eight. Yeah. So uh, apparently no uh, 
No extra point kicks tonight here for Garnet Valley. Sounds like a lot of two-point conversion tries. All right, here we go. Two wide receivers to either side for Pencrest. Trailing 42-7. Clock runs through. Cello in the gun, back to pass. Looking, looking, firing. Nope, this can't step. He can't get it done as Nate Perlman sacks him back inside the 20-yard line. Double clutch, had to tuck it under, and Nate Perlman's had himself a whale of a third quarter. A tackle for loss, and now a sack, his second of the season. Well done by Nate in the on the inside there. Brings up second down and 14. It has not been much fun here for Pencrest in the second half. Aside from a 14-yard run from Cam Vaughn, you know, it's been three, uh, sorry, two fumbles and negative plays. So it's it's been sloppy here for Pencrest coming out of halftime. 18 seconds, 17 seconds and counting to play here in the third. Cello in the gun, two receivers to his right. Two backs alongside him. They give inside and a little running room for Fitzgerald, who's going to cut inside. Wrapped up momentarily by Crawford, and it takes some help from Hemingway to sling him down at about the 22. So back to the original line of scrimmage on what will now be the final play of the third quarter. So we're going to take a short time out, be back for fourth quarter action. You're listening on WNNewYork.net, and, of course, we're year 15 on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCauley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610 368 This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Ready to start the fourth quarter here at Lewis Scott Field. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Thanks again to Mike Mayer back in the studio doing the engineering. We hear him with some color commentary and score updates. Andrew Kaufman was on at halftime and chipping away at the stats as well. So we miss you, Pete Bolgianetti, not having you here next to us either but maybe we get together next week for the crossover game let's see what happens but in the meantime third and 10 as Pencrest will try from their own 22 yard line to get something going trailing 42 to 7 Mike you were about to chime in let's uh, wait till after this play as Nick Schellow's in the gun two wide receivers to either side Cam Vaughn in the backfield with him Cello takes the snap, fakes inside, fires to the flat, completes to McDougal, who's going to take on Aiden Sutherland, who makes a great open field tackle. Nice job by Sutherland going down low against the bigger man there. Makes the stop at the 25-yard line for a gain of maybe three, and fourth and long brings on the punt team. I was just going to say, it looks like Pete's going to join us tomorrow for the youth championship game. Uh, that's awesome. It'll be good to see him. So McDougal's uh, fifth catch, sorry, fourth catch of the night, but he has just 30 yards, and thanks to Sutherland's good open field tackle there. All right, punt team is on. Schuler and Hemingway stand deep to return. There's the kick. It's a high wobbler. It's going to bounce sideways. Oh, nope, now it's bouncing back toward the middle of the field. That's what the 
strange kick. End over end's kind of off the side of his foot, and it'll roll dead at the Strathaven 45-yard line. Panthers taking no chances trying to field that wobbler. And they bring the offense back on the field here with 11 or 6 to play in regulation. So the scores start to take shape around the Central League tonight. A, if it's Strathaven and Haverford next weekend, that means it would be Marple Newtown taking on Garnet Valley, which would be interesting. Marple will go in there. If they hold on against Springfield, they will go in there without a loss, as would Garnet Valley should they hold on against Haverford. Here, 10.50 to play in regulation. Jack Ryder has the offense back on the field. Belleville is your fullback, and they give it to Chase Barlow off the right side as they move in the first quarter. I'm sorry, that was Alex Hemingway checks in. Hemingway into the backfield and takes it to about the 49-yard line. So, Hey, Brian, if, if we play um, um, Haverford, are we going to play at their place or at ours? Well, that's under discussion. It seems like it would be at George L. King Field. The Panthers have had only two home games. This would seem to be make sense to have their third one uh, at George L. King, but we will see. Okay. All right, second down and six after Hemingway went for four. He's in the backfield here. He's at the wing and now scramble for it, and Jack Ryder has to fall on it. Juggled the snap coming out from center. It'll bring him backwards to the 48-yard line, and now you got a scramble and a little uh, shoving match post-play, and you're going to get flags everywhere. Ben uh, frustration boiling over here. All right. So the Panthers, Panthers are uh, being pushed uh, pushed back. Coach Clancy ran onto the field and chased his guys 20 yards away from the play, but I think you're going to end up with uh, – some flags, and possibly end of the night for a, a Pencrest player or two. We will see. All right. I think the idea was they didn't like that Ryder, after falling on the fumble, took a hit. Uh, took two hits. Uh, so I think that that's what kind of sparked a little bit of the, the pushback there from the Panthers, but uh, we'll see how this goes. All right. Coach Clancy's still out by the hash mark. We, uh, <laughs> we'll see what's uh, the referees can sort out here. Clock continues to tick. It's running clock. So as they sort this, 9-15 and counting to play here in the fourth, 42-7 to Strathaven. And you've got the entire uh, officiating staff still meeting on this. Somebody should really so signal for a, a stop clock. All right. So dead ball, unsportsmanlike, dead ball, unsportsmanlike, both teams, and it will offset. Okay. After all of that, yep. about three minutes, about three minutes of run off the clock, <laughs> and Jack Ryder will have the offense ready for third down and nine coming out of the huddle. Okay, here we go. So Ryder <laughs> brings the team back <laughs> into play here. Coach Clancy uh, getting uh, some applause here from the home sideline for restoring order. Okay, eight twenty nine, eight twenty eight, and counting to play here in regulation. Ryder under center. Two tight ends in front of him, wing T behind him. Ryder gives to Schuler with some running room off the right side. And Schuler with speed and running with some purpose now. First down and a whole lot more. That's Matt Schuler. They're going to blow the whistle now. Again, this is where the referees want to blow that whistle maybe a little bit faster. Blood boiling over uh, a play ago. But Schuler, excellent job driving things down to the 36-yard line. That's a bundle for Schuler. So, 
Well, Give him about 100, 21 more yards. He's over 100, right? Well, well over that now. He's over 130-something. Adams with 150. Barlow with 76. It's been uh, on their way to another 400-yard night. Here's Barlow off the left side on first and 10. Down to the 34-yard line after a gain of three more. So, Schuler, I have him at 135 at the moment. That could be subject to change. But the clock ticks. 720 and counting. 42-7 Strathaven. The Media Bowl trophy looks to be staying in Wallingford for another year. Unless we get something incredible. Belleville is your fullback. He has the carry and the football straight up the middle. He's going to drive the pile. Two hands on the football. Has a first down and more across the 25-yard line. They'll put it down at about the 22. So give Belleville 11 more on his second carry of the night. All right. Ryder brings in the play and checking into the game is big 78, Aiden Williams. It's going to replace Ben Fireball. So Aiden Williams checks in at right tackle. 6.30 and counting to play here in regulation. Panthers with a first and 10 at the Pencrest 21-yard line, 42-7 and looking for more. Ryder gives to Schuler, running room off the right side. Schuler pushing the pile and he's driving his way. He is so explosive and taking it down to the five-yard line. 16 more yards for Schuler. He just hits the hole with, with such speed. He's over 150 on the night now. And uh, for those of you who've been listening to us for a long time or watching Strathaven football a long time and maybe haven't seen Matt in person this year, Think of Keith Davis from the 2002-2003 uh, teams. Uh, even wears the same number and looks and plays a whole lot like him. So that's uh, high praise there for junior Matt Schuler. We are looking for uh, for more things from him next year as well. All right, time out on the field. We're going to take a short time out with him as Pencrest needs a breather to talk things over. We'll see what Panthers can do with a first and 10 from the 10-yard line when we come back on Davis Football. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. First and goal to go for the Panthers here in the fourth quarter. 5.55 to play in regulation. They lead it 42-7. to Four different ball carriers have found the end zone tonight. And now they get four cracks at it with the sticks on the ground here. First and goal from the 10. Barlow in the backfield, they give it to Schuler. Running room off the right side, and again, very well blocked over there. He'll push it down to about the five. Five more yards for Matt Schuler. He's at a career high now, 14 carries. I have him at 156 and a touchdown. And the Panthers just wearing teams down. They have nary a passing yard tonight. 0 for 3 throwing it. First two could have been caught. Third one, a little off the mark, but uh, these are 
nitpicky details when you're run for probably near 400 yards now. Ryder under center. They give it to Belleville off the left side and into the end zone. Greg Belleville pounds it in, his second rushing touchdown of the year. Belleville make it five different Panthers finding the end zone tonight. That's the Panthers running their lead. 48 points on the board, and another one pending here is Shankweiler on for the extra point. Greg Belleville had a long touchdown run at George Shell King Field a few weeks ago. This one from five yards out has given the Panthers a big cushion. Here, extra point on the way, and good. Shankweiler pounds it through. He missed one tonight, but he's been true otherwise. And here, 5-11 to play. Clock is stopped. And Mike will keep it right here and uh, keep chatting about, uh, well, whatever you want to say about other scores or what's next on HavenFootball.net in the days ahead. Well, we got the end of the third for Marple 24, Springfield 7. So that that kind of, so, you know, Marple's definitely uh, the the second best team in the in, in the league, although they haven't taken on Garnet Valley yet. But uh, they will have their opportunity, it looks like. They will, and uh, much to their chagrin, I would guess, and that's not a knock on Marple as much as I would say that Garnet Valley has a, a powerhouse in the Central League this year and uh, thinking ahead to next year as well. There are a lot of underclassmen on that Garnet Valley squad, too. That's a team that could be a force to be reckoned with, not only in the Central League, but in District 1 a year from now. But, uh, again, not to to look too far ahead, man. We're just thankful for every minute of of football that that these kids have had over these last five and and hopefully six weeks if we can get through next weekend. Well, we got less than three minutes left in the game, and Garnet Valley's on top 39-8. to Okay, so So it'll be Garnet Valley... Winning the 6A division, uh, if you will, and they'll be playing for the central title a week from now. As it'll be Haverford coming to George L. King Field, we think. But we will wait for confirmation on that next weekend. All right, here we go. Charlie Shankweiler has it. Cam Vaughn and Devion Fitzgerald await the kickoff. End over and kick. This will angle towards actually Nick Cello at the 16-yard line across the 20. Dances inside, bumps into his own man at the 25, and then is driven backwards. So forward progress will get the Pencrest offense ready to roll here at 25. 4.57 and counting to play here in regulation, and we'll see what the Pencrest offense can get going here. It's been tough, tough sledding here in the second half. A couple of nice adjustments from the Panther defense, but Pencrest with some unforced errors, some forced and some unforced. But uh, the turnovers have really hurt. Three second-half fumbles have uh, been painful here. Um, now, speaking of painful, Jairus Adams left with an injury, um, you know, some time ago, but he's moving around on the sideline pretty well right now. So, fingers crossed for a healthy return for him in seven days and uh, hopefully the same for Christian Mazur and uh, Nick Milligan. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Yeah, Nick Milligan is. was playing, but his son, his son, Sam, who was punting last week, uh, was injured in the JV game. So Sam is out. Uh, unfortunately had, uh, had a medical procedure uh, a couple of days ago. So he is, is done for, for the football season, but hopefully he's back on the wrestling mat and baseball field soon. All right, so in the meantime, here we go. Under center is a new quarterback, and it'll be some substitutions now for uh, Coach Smith and the Lions. Mason Waller in at quarterback now. And the give 
inside for a gain of maybe, well, we'll call it no gain. And now here's a timeout, Strathaven, as they've made some substitutions as well on the defensive side of the ball. All right, so we're going to call timeout with them. Be back in 30 seconds, try to get uh, some lineup changes figured out here at Lewis Scott Field. Be back in just a moment. Glad you're listening. Live on the archive. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. 3.33 to play here in regulation. Substitutions galore for both teams at this point. Ryan, you're uh, not at George you know, L. King Field. Yes. Did you get What's me? What's that, Mike? I said you're not at George L. King Field. Did I say George L. Kingfield? Yeah, I am. Just... Well, <laughs> here we are at Lewis Scott Field, two miles up the road at uh, Pencrest. But uh, shame on me here with yeah, three minutes right. left. So there we go. Under center and the give is to the tailback. Uh, good work there. Jason Williams to squash him. I couldn't even read his number. Williams on top of him very quickly. I was about to say the JV game is at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And many of the guys that I'm seeing right now will be in that game. Jason Williams, that defensive tackle now for the Panthers, in on that last stop. Also in on the defense is Andrew Emsley, Dylan Shaw, Austin Connor. Who else is out there? Sean Fallon at free safety. Uh, let's see, on the far side, Evan Menneker at corner. So we'll see what happens there. All right, into the game again, we mentioned already. Mason Waller, quarterback, he takes a shotgun snap. Fires to the outside. It is caught, and there's some running room down this near sideline. But inside, and ball strips, scramble for it. I think the Panthers are on top of it. It's Dylan Shaw with a fumble recovery. Oh, when it rains, it pours for Pencrest. Sean O'Donnell with a nice catch and run. Good work by the Panthers to recover and strip it. Dylan Shaw pounces on it at the 49-yard line. 2.37 to play here in regulation. Clock continues to run, and the Panthers will get uh, some mass substitutions here on offense. So... Got uh, Harrington taking over at quarterback. That's, uh, yep, Nate Harrington's in there at quarterback. Jason Williams checks in on the offensive line. Nick Filios is still in there <laughs> wanting some snaps. He's in there at guard. Aiden Sutherland and Chase Nangle have checked into the game as well on the offensive side of the ball for the Panthers. Got the starting, many of the starters on defense still in the game here, or some of, I should say, for Coach Smith and Pencrest. Bob Fuscus into the game at tight end for the Panthers as well. Dylan Shaw is your fullback. Nangle, wing to the right. Austin Connor is your halfback in the backfield. On first and 10 from their own 48, Harrington turns, give is to Connor, and he is slammed down. Ball came out, but he had already hit the ground. Nothing doing, thanks to number 16, Stephen Woolery in on the stop. Sorry, uh, Nick Cello, rather. Cello came in and uh, had a frustrating evening, particularly here in the second half, and got a chance to unload right there. Loss of four for Austin Connor as uh, Cello came in unblocked. Okay. 
Clock ticks 115, 114 and counting to play here in regulation. Panthers lead at 49-7 and are a minute away from moving to 4-1 and one on the season. Harrington takes the snap, turns and gives to Chase Nangle, who's tripped up in the backfield. He may lose another yard or two, but again, it's academic at this point in terms of the scoreboard, but some good uh, reps here for some of the guys up front. But again, great job by the offensive line tonight. Tackle to tackle, both tight ends. Panthers will come away with a victory without gaining a single passing yard when it's all said and done. But clock ticks, 34, 33 seconds. And counting looks like the Panthers will get one more snap here on third down and 15 from their own 43. Harrington under center. Wing to the left is Connor. Play fake, and Harrington's going to keep it himself. Turn inside. He's going to be belted after a short gain of maybe two. But the clock ticks. Ten seconds, nine seconds, eight seconds. They will not need to snap it again. You get some applause here on the visitor sideline and the cheerleaders in front of us. Great job by all involved here at Lewis Scott Field. Great effort tonight from the Panthers, their fans, their cheerleaders. And thanks again to everybody at Pencrest for making it happen. Great job for the Lions. They move, fall to one and four, but good luck to the Lions, Coach Ryan Smith, and everyone else moving forward. So, again, we will take care of uh, hopefully business next week one more time this season in the Central League. Great job here from Elt Lewis Scott Field. So, uh, Mike, with um, I don't know if we want to go to one more commercial or just wrap it up a little let's, different, uh, differently just, than usual. Let's just wrap it up here. Okay. Well, any last thoughts there, Mike? We'll uh, we'll see what happens in the in the days ahead here as to where and exactly when we're playing. But looks like it'll be Strathaven and Haverford, uh, the two runner-up teams in the 5A and 6A division, respectively. Absolutely, and uh, hopefully we'll be back at home, which will make the broadcast a little cleaner. Uh, and, of course, we have our youth football tomorrow championship between uh, the West Philly Panthers and the, what's the BC, BC, what is it? BTs. I can never remember the initials. Anyway, the uh, yep. the Bulldogs. So they're, like That's you right. said, eight, eight, nine, and ten-year-olds, and it's a good game, and we're going to broadcast it so that it's even better for the kids. We'll do that tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. And otherwise, check with HavenFootball.net for all the scores and for that. all the play of the game and all the good stuff and, of course, where we're going to play next week when we play Haverford. That's right. We'll know next week exactly. We know it'll be Haverford. We think it's Friday at George L. King Field, but stay tuned. We'll get that confirmed in the next 48 hours or so. But in the meantime, thanks again to Andrew Kaufman for doing the stats and the halftime show. Thanks again to Mike Mayer for doing everything else back in the broadcast studio, back at home. We hope to see him and Pete Fulgenetti and others in person next week for the final game of the 2020 football season. So, Glad you've joined us on WONNewYork.net or HavenFootball.net, live or on the archive. We'll sign off and see you probably six or seven days from now. Sign off. 49-7. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening and good night.